Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Happy 4th of July weekend. It is going to be a hot one. And Shaletta Brundage has a day off. Steve Thompson sitting in for Shaletta. Our producer is Devin Marshall. And we thought we'd uh, bring in Doug Swintonhart for an hour of Tech Talk on this holiday weekend between 11 and noon today. Uh, Doug's been joining us for years to talk about computers, hardware, software, whatever. Here's your opportunity to talk to Doug right now about those computer problems. 651-989-9226 is the phone number. And you can send a text as well, 651-989-9226. Shaletta is off today. Doug is in with Tech Talk. Doug, good to visit with you. Happy 4th. Ah, thank you so much. It's going to be a warm one today, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we heard the weather a moment ago with Hal, and it is going to be warm through Monday. There is a chance thunderstorms will keep folks up to date on that. But, uh, yeah, hot 4th of July weekend in these parts oh, for sure. Let's start with the heat. Heat's an enemy. Uh, never leave your device in your car. That goes without saying summer or winter. And laptops, generally just sitting right on your lap, not a good idea. Oh, no. we got to really watch the temperatures to an extremes. Uh, in Minnesota especially. We get the way down low, way up high, and it changes in 20, 24 hours, as I'm sure you're already aware. And I think that that barometric pressure has a, has an effect on them as well, but nothing you can actually put your finger on. But temperature, let these babies climatize. You bring something in the house and it's uh, um, 100 degrees outside and you've had it laying in your car, let it sit in the house for a good three, four hours and just let it climatize. Let it just completely get the same temperature and the same humidity throughout the whole system before we turn them on. Best advice we could possibly give. It's a, it's a season. We got to watch that in the deep cold of the winter and the warm, warm, hot of the summer. Just another thing to keep an eye on. Yeah, e- even on a nice day today, you're out in the shade. Uh, the the heat is, is hard on these computers. It's certainly an enemy of electronic equipment, that's for sure. Another thing I wanted to bring up, um, and people may in the heat of the day be in the house and be on the computer today. Um, great day to come up with a plan to do a backup. We, we've said this for years, 
and it is worth bringing up. If you haven't backed up your data or you don't have a plan to back up those important files and photos, do it today. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, Steve, I don't know if we've ever mentioned it on the show, but several years ago, Linux actually added up a process called time shift. And with an SSD drive, even on an older computer, 10 years old, complete backup, four minutes. There's really no reason why people can't take a snapshot of their system if it takes four minutes. Yeah, and storage is so cheap. Uh, External hard drives, dirt cheap. Uh, An extra hard drive uh, of any sort, any sort of storage is really, really cheap. Uh, There's products like Google Drive if you have a Gmail address. The list goes on and on and on. You, You can pay a service to automatically back up your files. There, there are a lot of ways to do it. There really is no excuse. And, Doug, that's the one thing you can't fix or replace. Oh, absolutely. We can replace hardware. We can replace operating systems and software and applications. I can't replace your data, those precious moments, those pictures, tax records, and, and the music that you downloaded. You could probably download that again, perhaps, depending on where you got it. But really, best practices is to have your machine have a local copy of the data you're working with on that computer, have a copy up in the clouds, and another copy on an external hard drive or some external source. And all of these things, except for the external hard drive and your computer, there's many free cloud services today. Apple has iCloud. HP gives storage. Nearly every Internet service provider will hand you some semblance of storage with your account. Add that with Google. Just keep in mind that when you're syncing your devices, only one of those cloud storage security deals can be the hub, the center. Once you get that coordinated, the rest of it all just falls right into place. Yeah, easy peasy. By all means, do it. Uh, That is uh, a big, big key. And uh, like I say, it's going to be hot. You might be inside uh, during the heat of the day around your computer, so back that up. Doug, you brought it up the last time you joined us. A week ago, we had that uh, Twins uh, rain out at Target Field, and uh, you were good enough to jump on with the Tech Talk program a week ago, and you talked about Windows 11. Give us the very latest what's going on there. Oh, they're doing their normal, really, really smart marketing. Every day, it's a new tease. Well, we're going to see Windows 11, or, yeah, Windows 11. It's coming to you later this year, and we've gotten some screenshots on it, and they've actually slid the quick launch to the center. Looks kind of like a Mac. I think that's interesting. They've uh, kind of adapted that centerpiece. I've, I'm looking forward to playing with it and seeing it and finding out what uh, is going to be new. One big thing that I noticed with Windows 11 is it's going to require TPM, Trusted Platform Modules, or Maintenance, Now, the modules used to be a piece of hardware, but they now incorporated a virtual trusted platform module. I hope we have access so we can analyze that and see what's happening there. But I don't see, I don't think any other operating system has actually made it a requirement to have a trusted platform. And that that little module was designed for enterprise and OEMs to where they could actually certify the, the hardware and the equipment and keep kind of track on where it's going and what's happening. I find it interesting that Windows is going to require that with Windows 11. And we'll just have to see how it all pans out. 
It'll all come out in the wash, right, Steve? Yeah, no doubt. Do you think this is going to be a forced upgrade like we saw along the way with 10 where, you know, people were kind of, uh, I, I don't want to say coerced, that's, that's strong, but, you know, a lot of people got the idea that they pretty much had to jump over to Windows 10. I'm sure they're going to encourage it, but they're, I, I, I'm hoping that they don't make that mistake again. I think it was a disaster to try to do that. It's just not smart. Human nature, we don't like to be forced into things. We like to be able to make our own decisions and take our time and readjust in a natural form. I think that was too big of a, a surge in the, in the Microsoft when they, when they made that move. And started updating computers, even when, well, you can always take it off. Well, that's like backing out of a, an agreement you didn't even know you agreed to. Right. It just, it just isn't right. I don't, I don't care for that kind of behavior. Doug's joining us. Tech Talk for the entire hour. Shaletta has a holiday weekend off. She'll be back next week. Here's the phone number. 651 651-989-9226. Two, six, and that is good for a call or a text. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll open the phone lines and the text lines in a moment here on News Talk. E3O-WCCO. It is 1121. Happy 4th of July from all of us here. News Talk, E3OWCCO, Shaletta Brundage taking some time off, and we thought we'd bring in Doug Swintonhart to do Tech Talk between 11 and noon today. We'll kind of switch into a Sports Saturday mode beginning at noon. There's a ton coming up. Uh, Jerry Zagoda covers the Loons. They're home tonight. And golf for the Star Tribune. The 3M Open got a big commitment. We'll get into that. Bob Nightingale covers Major League Baseball for USA Today. Uh, The trade deadline looms at the end of the month. Uh, The Wild made a big signing. Sarah McClellan coming up. And then we'll get you ready for the Twins and the Royals. Game two of the three-game set coming up from Kauffman Stadium. Our pregame show begins at 2.30 this afternoon. Let's go to the phone lines right now, and let's bring in Gary in Lakeville. Gary, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hey, Doug, I got a question for you about uh, signing into my laptop. Every time okay. I sign into my Google account, a Microsoft window shows up. How do I get rid of that? Oh, that makes no sense at all. First thing I would do is I would go underneath um, that browser and see if there's an extra extension in there. Uh, I do know that when a lot of people have removed um, um, Adobe Flash, which needs to go away these days as soon as possible, and Shockwave, that sometimes they're leaving browsers in there, but you should be getting nothing. When you go into your Google account, that should be peer. And if you can't find it under the browser, you probably have another device that you're synced with, and you'll have to check your Google account, which is separate, generally separate from your Gmail. It's an upper echelon account that they can kind of keep track of how many Gmail accounts you have. Um, yeah, this is a, and worst case scenario, try a different browser always. And you got to locate the problem first, but it should not be coming up that way at all. You might be getting a Microsoft page, maybe, but that would be it. But I can't imagine it. And I hope that helps. Thank you for the call. And by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today. We'll have Doug's phone number and email if you want to reach out to him uh, next week after the long holiday weekend. Uh, that is at the end of the program today. We'll have a complete update on the weather at uh, 11.30, we can tell you right now, hot 
is the key word in that forecast. From our text line, the number is 651-989-9226. Great way to go. If you can safely send a text, do it. 651-989-9226. I bought a new computer. All is transferred from my old one. I've taken the hard drive out. What is the best way to get rid of what remains of the old computer? Oh, that's an easy one. Tech dump. T-E-C-H-D-U-M-P dot O-R-G. Two locations in the Twin Cities. These are fantastic people to do business with. And if you're in need of an inexpensive computer, you might want to take a look at tech discounts. Some of the equipment that comes into Tech Dump comes in from companies that are leased. And I saw computers that were that were turned in after an eight-month lease. They were like brand new, had new warranties on them. And for the 40 bucks, you add another two years of warranty. Good place to check. But to get rid of equipment, it's the only place in town, as far as I'm concerned. Check them. T-E-C-H-D-U-M-P dot O-R-G. Yeah, and uh, they, they've been around a long time. Uh, I have used them. I have a full-time job in the printing business. And over the years, we have recycled equipment uh, with them. Uh, they are a nonprofit and they are based here in the Twin Cities. They opened in 2011. You can go to their website, find out more. Uh, good people doing good things here in our community. Uh, Doug and I have been recommending them for a long time. Great place to recycle equipment for sure. Whether in an, in an individual or business, there is a small fee, but it is still very reasonable. And Doug, one of the things we bring up from time to time on the program this stuff does not belong in the trash. Electronic no. equipment needs to be recycled, and there's firms like Tech Dump that do this work and keep this stuff out of the landfills. Well, yeah, and as time moves forward, as we move forward as a, as a total global civilization, this is garbage that's not going to go away. You know, we're having way, way big trouble trying to figure out how to recycle this material, and eventually I hope they solve that, but... Right now, we're creating mountains and mountains of garbage, and I just hope that we can get that solved in a hurry. But until then, it really is important that you dispose of this equipment properly. Can't just toss it in the garbage. That's that's an absolute no-no. Uh, get rid of it. And I, I meant to ask you too, Steve. When you have teched up, do you do you actually? Ask them to come out and pick up the equipment because that's a service they provide as well, you know. Yeah, they, they have come out a couple of times, and what they do is is we kind of gather it all together in a container. Mm-hmm. And when, when we do this purge of old equipment, monitors, computers that are past their prime, et cetera, uh, you know, all sorts of electronic equipment, what they'll do is sort it. And then they'll tell you what the bill is. Now, there is a trip charge, but they pull that trip charge out of there. It's very, very reasonable. And they, you know, set an appointment, and they will come out and uh, recycle your equipment. It is a wonderful service. And once again, you can go to their website and uh, find out more. And it is a nonprofit. They're pro- providing jobs and training. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a win-win for all of us. Here in the community. The number, by the way, is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Shaletta has a day off. Doug's in. We're doing Tech Talk here in this holiday weekend. Let's jump to the phones again. Barry and Sleepy Eye. Barry, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hey, Barry. Yep. You're what on the air. Wait? What can we do about yeah, it? I hear you. 
Hello. Hello. Let me just, I'm going to pull over right now because I'm in town now. All right, we'll come back to Barry, Steve. Why don't we go to Janet? All right, very good, Devin. Good idea. While Barry gets set, let's bring in Janet from St. Louis Park. Janet, you're on the air. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I have a Dell laptop, and it's um, I got it last year in March, and then in um, in October the battery wouldn't charge. I bought a new charger, and that still didn't work. I had it fixed, and um, it was under warranty. But now, it, about three months ago, the same thing happened, and you know, I, it, it won't take a, a charge. And um, I'm just wondering if this is an ongoing problem with the Dell laptop. It's a in it, 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 You know, this thing with this thing with batteries. Uh, when when the lithiums first again. came out, we were actually instructed to train these batteries. And the idea was is to get it calibrated, and so you'd put the battery in, and you would do a full charge. Wouldn't even touch it overnight. Once it was full charge, you would unplug it from the wall and run that computer as 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 hard as you could on the battery and make it run it all the way down till it shuts the computer off by itself. Again, plug it in without running, full charge, charge it up, and, and drain it again naturally. And if we do that five times was the minimum recommended, these batteries seem to last a lot longer. And then must have been, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, they came out and said, well, you don't have to do that anymore. I think we do. I think the next battery you get, you give me a call and I'll teach you how to get that calibrated and trained. It may make all the difference in the world. Uh, I do know that Dell isn't the only one having this issue, but they seem to have it more than than most. Uh, This is, um, it's a, Probably going to be an ongoing, but if you get your battery trained, it will make all the difference in the world. And thank you for the call. I hope that helps. All right. Very good, Janet. Good luck. Uh, let's jump to Barry. Uh, Barry, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me better? Yeah. Yes. What can we do? What can we do for you, Barry? Um, my fire tablet, um, when I would try to sign in to MinBit or newspaper or anything, that... Um, it'll open up the window, but when I try to sign in, as soon as I tap the the user ID, the screen disappears. I mean, the keyboard doesn't pop up or anything. Oh, that sounds almost like hardware. But um, generally, if your if your Amazon account is current, you should have no trouble with that at all. Uh, it, uh, depends on the age, but if it's if it happens at that exact spot every time. Um, and you don't have that same trouble when you go on a PC and log into your Amazon Prime account and try to get to wherever you're going. Um, I would be looking at this thing, but that makes me wonder how old is this? Um, um, you got a you got a Firebook? Is that what you're running? Um, I can get into Amazon because that's set in automatic right away, so that goes right through. Um, Facebook goes right through because that's already signed in automatic. It's just the ones where I got to tap and pull it from my vault. Barry, yes, how old is your computer? I just bought it before Christmas this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, it sounds to me like you're having issues with um, uh, credentials, logging in. Uh, might want to see if you can get into those sites from a different device and use a manual login just to make sure that you got your username and password and whatever credentials they require to set up. If it's If it's working on part of it, and it's really consistent the way it sounds. I think this is more about credentials. 
And that's easy. You know, we're drowning, just absolutely buried in credentials today. It's difficult for all of us to keep all that separated oh. and sorted. I, I don't care what you do. It's it's just a big job today. Just a, We have to have individual logins for everywhere we go. That's security, which is today nearly every site. So it's um, I think this is more about credentials. Uh, try to see if you can get into those on a different device. And if you have the same difficulty, then it's absolutely credentials. And thank you for the call. I hope that helps, Barry. All right, Barry, have a good fourth. A quick break. We'll come right back out of a weather break. Visit with Tim in Brooklyn Park. We'll jump to our text line as well. We've got a lot going on here on this holiday weekend. Tech Talk with Doug continues following the weather here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. It is 11.37 on this holiday weekend. Shaletta has a day off. Steve Thompson in. We invited Doug Swin to heart, and he was good enough to join us here on Tech Talk, News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. And let's, let's go to the phones. Uh, Tim's been waiting, and Tim, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hello? Tim, you're on the air. Yeah. I got an older Toshiba laptop, Windows XP. And I uh, fired it up and tried to uh, hook up first wireless, and then I hooked the Ethernet and tried that too, and neither one of them would work for some reason. It came up and said something about being blocked by a firewall, so I just need to know if uh, it's worth my time to try and get it working properly or if it's too old and it's not good or where I'm looking at. Well, what you're fighting with is, is is technology that is no longer accepted by the Internet, and your drivers are outdated. That machine is a prime example of where Linux will shine. You need to find, locate a, a version of Linux that is compatible with that age of machine, and Linux is open source, won't cost you anything other than a little effort to learn how. Uh, give me a call next week, and I'll teach you about how to download an image, how to re- uh, install uh, the operating system, and this older equipment is going to be much more useful than I think people realize. But Linux is your answer, L-I-N-U-X, and I would say for that particular machine, probably um, either Archbang or something that is will will run on less resources. But God, don't throw that away until you know for sure what you got. And thank you for the call. I hope that helps. Yeah, and that's a good point. We brought up, you know, old computers and recycling old monitors and that sort of thing. But many times, if a computer will power up, uh, there is a use for it. And that that is a great point. People think, well, you know, it's time. you got a computer four or five years old. Doug, I have that old MacBook, and I have had it for years and you and I have been working together on the radio for a long, long time. It still powers up. It still boots up after all these years. Um, it's just absolutely amazing. So some of these old machines, you've brought it up on the program before. Uh, some of these 10, 12-year-old Macs are worth their weight in gold. Oh, my, yes. You know, this is just uh, – and Apple recently has made a change. Yeah, You know, we – we think about being in business today, and it's just automatic. We think, well, things are going to wear out. But the solid-state circuitry just lasts and lasts and lasts. And so Apple took the approach of, well, when we determine its end of life, 
and you just can't update it anymore with their operating system. They made a 180-degree turn last last week. We can now download older versions of OS X, El Capitan, for example, and it's wide open for these older computers. That's good news for all of us. And I think that it shows that at, that Apple is even concerned with the economy and, and with the environment, and they don't want to pick it all up with, with garbage. But that was a big move on Apple's part. I was glad to see that. Yeah, and there are a lot of options for old Windows machines, as you brought up. And by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program. And we have a lot of texts. We want to jump in there. Um, Doug, uh, once again, we'll have your phone number and email at the end of the program. But uh, someone is uh, wondering, uh, do you take appointments? Can people drop off equipment with you? Oh, yeah. Best thing is just to drop it off that way because I can do diagnostics. I never bill for diagnostics, which is kind of a lengthy process, not real labor intensive. But that way, you know, we know exactly what we got and we just go from there. And I could put it taken oh, two, three computers at a time. Don't like to have too many of them because then I get confused and just uh, just go smoother if I just got three or four. But absolutely. Give me a call. I'll help you out. All right. So we'll have that info at the end of the program. Um should I have antivirus on my phone? If so, what do you recommend? Um, I've had an iPhone. Uh, I, I guess I've never seen the need for it on an iPhone. I know you've had an Android device over the years. I, I don't think so. I think that that should be the responsibility of your phone company at, or your carrier and whoever the manufacturer was of that smartphone. This should not be in end user's hands. I don't think it should be necessary to be buying protection on everything. And I think this is a prime example. First of all, if it's real important data, do you really want to be carrying it around on your phone? Maybe you do. Most of the time you're not. Remember, you can always save it up in the cloud. You shouldn't really need this much security. And if you do, it really should be the responsibility of the provider and the manufacturer. That's my opinion. Let's just keep it simple here. Can't always be about, about generating a profit whether people need it or not. I don't think they do. I really don't. Uh, but that's my opinion. I've never bought one, and I, I have no intention to. AT&T even has a, a full range of network security and wireless security, and they're taking that pretty serious. They're protecting themselves as much as they're protecting us. Mostly it should be in the hands of the provider. Yeah, and Doug, a friendly reminder, no matter iPhone, Android, whatever, it is important uh, every now and then to shut these things down. Um, I, I know the tendency is to just plug them in and leave them on overnight when you charge them on the counter or on on your dresser or whatever. But it is important to, to power these down. And uh, occasionally, um, you know, power them down, let them sit overnight. I, I try to do that at least once a week. And, and for whatever reason, that, that seems to pay dividends. Oh, it does. Mine go off Saturday night about 11, 11.30, and they're turned on again sometime in Sunday morning. I do it weekly. I agree. I think that this is one area in smartphones that would improve everybody's life. Just turn them off. Let them cool down. Let them get a full update. Let them shut down by themselves and leave them off for a good five, six hours. Let it retrain up to your entire network once a week. Everything should run much, much smoother. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and I also uh, feel like that uh, taking updates 
also a very important thing. Sometimes people will now uh, ignore those or kick the can down a ro- down the road a few weeks. But uh, I- I've generally been, I-, I don't do it on the first notice, but uh, I get to them pretty quick. Yeah, I would have to agree with that as well. If we're going to be laying at the feet, the security, then, then the, we got to let them lead. And if they're sending out security updates, you're definitely going to want to get them within a 48-hour period. I, that's really good advice. I think that that's a tendency to, well, I'll get to it later. And this procrastination with updates, it will cost you in the end. Uh, and shutting off your, your machines, your devices, especially smartphones, they, I know you need it all the time. Even if you shut it off for an hour or so, it will be so much, so much help to the hardware and the training up to the network. It should make a big difference. But, yeah, I, I agree with that. Take your updates. Take them right away. It's just easier. And they come in pretty quick now, you know. 15 minutes down in front of noon. Doug's here until noon. Uh, we still have a lot of text to get to, and we appreciate all the calls and texts here on Tech Talk. Uh, Doug's been good enough to join us over the years, and uh, we get Doug on when we can, sports schedules permitting, uh, et cetera. By the way, we have the Twins and the Royals coming up later today. Our pregame show begins at 2.30 with Chris Atterbury, Corey Provis, Dan Gladden with all the play-by-play. Uh, how safe is it to recycle a laptop? We've got personal info, files, photos, et cetera. Uh, number one, how do I clean it up? What do I do before I actually recycle that, that computer? Yeah, you know, there's several ways to go about this, but the easiest, and we've already mentioned it, if you take a computer into Tech Dump while you're there, they will set your computer on their bench, connect it to a machine, and wipe that hard drive and every piece of data off that, and they'll, get, they'll certify it. They'll give you a certificate that there's nothing left on. They will do an actual government wipe and write zeros and ones or X's and O's to the hard drive three times over to make sure that even the, the grooves can't even be read. If you want to do it yourself, there's all kinds of software on the, on the Internet that will allow you to, to do what's considered a low-level format. I know one guy that he pulled the hard drive out and just took a great big spike and drove it down through the middle of the hard drive. That did it. There, there's many ways that you can protect your data. The easiest, when you're dropping it off a tech dump, just have them wipe it and certify the wipe. That's really the, the simplest way to go. Yeah, and uh, there are a number of services like that around town. Of course, we, we talked about Tech Dump. That's techdump.org if you want to check them out. Um, and I have tried to drill. We, we took apart a number of computers at work a few hard years hard. back, and getting a drill bit through yeah. those hard drive cases isn't easy. Yeah, yeah no, it's not. I, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the guy that did this actually ended up using a, a drill bit that's meant for granite. And uh, I think he went through two of them getting one drive. And you can take them apart, and you can make little things out of the spinners. I know one guy that uh, is uh, trying to sell these things uh, on YouTube where he takes them apart and he creates a grinder and a buffing wheel. Just, uh, they're, they're still useful, I guess. I don't think it'd have enough power to actually put any pressure on it, but, yeah, whatever works. Yeah. I'm, if you're just going to do it yourself or do it at home and maybe you're going to sell that computer, can you just reformat the drive? That's another one from the text line I wanted to bring up is reformatting an option. Uh, it, it is, but... Like with Norton Utilities, when Peter Norton, many, many years ago, before there was antivirus, his claim to fame was undelete. 
He came up with a software that would actually read the grooves. After the data was reformatted, he could still get sometimes 90%. Wow. The big way to wipe it is to rewrite pluses and minuses or X's and O's across the entire drive a minimum of three times. That way you've overwritten it and you've regrooved it. It's uh, quite the concept. But yes, you can do that. Some people seem to think that by removing the partition, it scatters the data to the point where it's irrecoverable. And unless you're a professional, that also will do it. But professional companies like OnTrack and these higher-ups, they'll get the data back even when the partition is removed. So your best bet is to just use government standards and write X's and O's or pluses and minuses. And there's software that will do this automatic. You set it up, you walk away, the next day you come over, and it's done. And the fast cleaners, depending on what they got, can get done in minutes. I still think if that's a concern, just let Tech Dump take care of it for you. If you're dropping out of your computer anyway, why not? Quick break. We have more with Doug. Tech Talk continues. Shaletta has a weekend off. She'll be back next week here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. It is Tech Talk. Doug in Shaletta has a day off. Steve Thompson here. Devin Marshall is our producer, and we're going to let Devin jump in with a quick question. He's been chomping at the bit to get this one in. Devin, what do you got? Thank you, Steve. Uh, yeah, Doug, I've been chomping at the bit for a couple of years to ask this. So <laughs> I have a uh, MacBook, probably uh, like 2012, and so a couple of years ago I needed to update the software, and for some reason the darn thing just wouldn't update. So I call Apple support. The lady says, okay, we'll get an external hard drive. We'll drag the update onto that and then update it from that. Say, okay, great. Um, and so I get my external hard drive. As soon, like literally less than a second, as soon as I drag the update onto my external hard drive, it completely wiped my hard drive. And I had a lot of like Ooh. sentimental and important stuff on there. So, and so it's just been completely gone. I'm wondering if there's a way to, to get that stuff back. If you haven't messed around with that hard drive, my advice would be to take it to OnTrack. And they're in Eden Prairie. These guys are specialists. They're, if they're not the best on the planet, I guarantee you they're in the top three. Okay. They are wonderful. But be aware, it's how you approach them. There's a, they're a campus as well. People who are getting their science master's degree uh, will spend as much as six months living there on campus and, and taking care of the hard drives. Wow. Uh, they're highly technical. If you tell them that you need this done tomorrow, prepare to pay. Yeah, but they okay. will get it done. Yeah, thanks, Doug. If you tell them, fill it in with fill-in work. I've had them do work for people uh, for 500 bucks and get everything. Sure. It's all how you approach them, but that's your answer. All right. Thanks, Doug. All right. So, uh, real, real quick, uh, how long can you use a Chromebook after its support date expired? Uh, people who have had Chromebooks are running into that. I have an old Chromebook that's uh, getting to that point. Until it quits running. And, in fact, there's a lot of uh, of, of people investigating and experimenting right now in the open source community, you know, how to reinstall full versions of Linux on these. And I think that that's just around the corner. It won't be long. We'll get it figured out. All right, good. So I can keep this old girl running for a while. All right. Absolutely. Uh, Doug, we've got to run, uh, but we promise your phone number and email, how do people reach you next week? Ah, Thank you. 651-552-552. Nine five four three, and of course, admin at wccotech.com. A D M I N at wccotech.com. 
T-E-C-H.com. 651-552-9543. And Steve, have a great 4th of July weekend. You as well, Doug. We'll talk to you down the road. Awesome. Bye-bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.